my first reaction this ain't even my first reaction i'm excited okay i'm excited i'm gonna be honest with y'all I, I am i'm excited but i'm gonna be honest just real quick let's just get serious for a moment can i get serious for a moment it's one more three letter acronym that need to be signed lj8 lj8 just think about it just, just think about it lj8 obj oh just shut the league down Shut it down. Shut the computer. Shut it down. It's over. EDC. Oh, it's another, another three, another three letter. EDC. OBJ. LJ8. BP7. It, it don't work the same. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Come on, EDC. You got one more. You got one more to do. And then the rest is like icing on the cake. The rest is like icing on the cake because I tell you, I got a little move that I can hit here, a little move I can hit there, you know, and that's going to be like OBJ, right? OBJ going to be like, uh, I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready. LJ8 to OBJ. But let's talk about this OBJ situation because it's been a minute. It's been a minute since the Ravens had a wild. Wait a minute. The Ravens ain't never had a wide receiver like OBJ. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about this. All right, welcome in to Flock Nation Speaks. Flock Nation Speaks. Flock Nation Speaks, your Baltimore Ravens podcast, where we talk about the best team in NFL history. If you're a Ravens fan, what has Lamar done to not deserve to get paid? I am a huge Joe Flacco fan. Wise Usher once said, situations will arise in our lives i'm talking about shut down like like you're not throwing on jimmy smith joe is criminally underrated criminally uh like lock him up in cups criminally under mars put this team in the top five offense for the first time in 20 years you got the arm talent <laughs> jay cutler had it too I don't, I don't care about this argument against total tds and all this oh you want to talk about defense oh. until All right, what is going on, good people? We are back once again. Flock Nation Speaks, your favorite Baltimore Ravens podcast that talks about the best team in NFL history, as I said before, if you're a Ravens fan, of course. Look, 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 man, we got we got the news. We got the news. We got the news, okay? And if you want more news, you want more rumors, you want more coverage of the Baltimore Ravens, uh, you can see it on the screen if you're watching. If you're not watching, let me tell you, I mean, every, every, your favorite podcast platforms, favorite podcast platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all of those, right? All of them. We, we everywhere. We everywhere you can watch. You can listen, uh, Facebook and YouTube if you want to watch as well. But anyway, OBJ, OBJ, oh, and not Orlando Brown Jr. Cause I know some of y'all, some of y'all be like, oh yeah, that, that's the one, that's the OBJ. No, we're talking about, we talking about the original. The original bro, right? We talking about o o Odell Beckham Jr. Finally, finally, fi this this I feel like, you know, the Ravens have been the almost Ravens for a long time. Uh, the Ravens have been the team that just man, like 
they gonna sign them, right? And then they don't, right? They 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 almost signed that person, right? DJ, they almost signed DJ. They almost signed them. And I'm like, but almost don't count in but a couple of things, and signing players ain't one of them. Look, this OBJ signing is huge. Um and it opens the doors for for a couple of things. Um, it was it was cool to see that Lamar reacted to it. Uh, now, albeit, I, I think at this point you got to take whatever Lamar says on uh, social media with a grain of salt. But the Ravens also kind of threw it threw it back out there too that Lamar had had did his thing. So, I mean, this OBJ signing is big because he immediately becomes a threat in the locker room, right? He becomes a threat in the wide receiver room. He becomes a guy who defenses have to respect from day one. And I've talked about this time and time again, uh, and I will live or die on this hill. If you put Jerry Rice out there, because he's Jerry Rice, until proven otherwise, he's still Jerry Rice, right? OBJ, even coming off of a torn ACL, even though he tore his ACL in Cleveland, right? He's had a couple of injury issues over the past couple of years. He didn't play last season, and he should be pretty close to 100% right now. That means that I think he he's ready for, for another breakout season, another really good season this year. Um, and I think if you pair him with Rashad Bateman, you can bring back Duvernay if you want to. But I think what they honestly should do is go ahead and grab a first-round wide receiver too because that would just go ahead and do it. But I think if, even if they grab somebody in the third, I think they would still be good because honestly I think – in my honest opinion, I think that this grabbing OBJ allows them to grab a corner in the first round because I think that's what they want to do anyway because I don't know if they're going to bring Marcus Peters back. You know, I, honestly, I think they should have OBJ on this side, have Rashad Bateman on this side, grab another first-round wide receiver on top of that, and then in the third round you can go get a corner because you already got second-year corner Pepe Williams. You already got second-year corner Jalen Arbor Davis. You got – top corner in the league uh, or one of them in Marlon Humphrey, right? You don't need, if you bring back Marcus Peters, you don't need to grab a first round cornerback because you, why would you need that? You're stacked on defense, stacked everywhere on defense. Why don't you, let hear me out here, why don't you invest in the offense, right? Invest in a guard because you need one, right? Or no, not a guard, but a tackle. You need a tackle. I think you need a tackle more than you need a guard. You need a right tackle more than you need a guard unless you're going to put Falele or whatever. He's going to play at one of them places, I think, uh, whether it be guard, whether it be tackle. He's going to be he gonna be somewhere because, uh, you know, the Ravens like to put people out of position and then be like, well, why, did, why didn't that work? But then they was out of position, so that's why it didn't work. So, We'll see what they do with uh, five lately, uh, but I think he's on the team for a reason, and I and I think I think he has a lot of potential, uh, but I think you know they're gonna have to develop him and, and allow him to be in a position that he's gonna be successful. He might be better at guard because he's he's just not as nimble as as I think they thought he was gonna be. But OBJ, right? OBJ. I mean, you pair you pair that with Rashad Bateman, um, and then like you said, one more one more person, one more person. I think if you get one more guy, you get one more guy in the wide receiver room. I think I, I think it could be it could be a really good a really good thing because even even back when it was Bateman and Hollywood, I still felt like they were one receiver away. Like I'm talking about literally pre-draft. I'm like, well, let's go ahead and draft a wide receiver too, because at the end of the day, Hollywood's good, Bateman's good, but. One more guy puts you over the top. You put one more guy and then add Mark Andrews in there, right? You add Isaiah Likely in there, right? And I think with the way that Todd Munkin calls plays and the way that he utilizes the players that he has on the roster, I think it's advantageous to have 
uh, plenty of weapons for him to work with at his disposal. And, you know, of course, we, we know that the, the biggest thing is going to be signing, signing Lamar, right? But I, but it's, it, it makes it makes it hard to believe that Odell, uh, where he is in his career, where he just wants to be in win-now mode, the Ravens are in win-now mode, like it would be weird if Lamar doesn't resign considering the, you know, Odell just signed. And and I mean that in the opposite way. Like I'm I, I would be surprised if Odell signed, not knowing at least or, or not feeling at least that Lamar Jackson would be on the roster week, week one, ready to play on a long-term deal. Right. So I think, you know, I think the Ravens are in win now mode. And I think, you know, shout out to EDC for, for getting for getting this one done. Cause I think a lot of people, including myself, we were like, um, uh, I don't know. You know, I, I like it, it like. It was like it felt like signing a wide receiver was like icing on the cake, you know. Signing a wide receiver was like icing on the cake because the Ravens just don't do that. They just don't, you know. Like I mean, especially over the last couple of years, especially under EDC C's tenure, it felt like I mean Deshaun Jackson right in the middle of the season, Des Bryant in the middle of the season, right? Like like I mean, I feel like he's tried, but it just hasn't been successful at all like you know i mean he's drafted a lot of guys but has he really drafted the sure thing per se i don't you know i, I don't know I, I, like I, said, I think hollywood was a good pick i wish hollywood was still on the team but considering he's not i think you still you still one receiver away i've always felt like the ravens were probably about two receivers away because i think dubonet in the right role could be really good bateman i think is i think is really good already i think he's just got to stay on the field uh, and you know, adding OBJ to that, and that's kind of the same same premise, right? OBJ, yeah, guy, probably one of those guys that 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 these younger guys can learn from. A guy like Bateman, who is, I think, is a yak machine too. A guy like Bateman can learn from too, and I think that's the biggest thing. I think the one thing about veteran wide receivers that I like the most is that kind of mentor mentee role that they can play because veteran wide receivers give you a chance for for these younger receivers to learn from those guys, right? And and, and that's kind of like how I was feeling about Dez Bryant too. Like I was like, I want Dez Bryant on the field because you can learn from him not only by watching him, but also like practicing with him too. Uh, and like these guys like Miles Boykin and these guys who, who were, you know, here in the past, like they could learn from him and learn like, okay, this is how we track the ball. This is how we, you know, this is how we figure out how to get open in this league, right? Like, and I mean, Dez is one of those guys who's just really good at making contested catches too. So it's just, it's one of those things. Like like Odell adds that to the team, right? He adds that veteran leader, that veteran presence. Uh, he's kind of you know we've always talked about having a receiver that's got a little like dog in him, right? Like he's got that, right? He's gonna talk. He's gonna talk that talk. He's gonna walk that walk. Uh, you know he's gonna want the ball, of course, because he's a he's a receiver. But at the same time, like you know he's a guy that kind of like he has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, even though he's good, even though he's been a really good receiver in this league, he has a chip on his shoulder. And I think every receiver needs a chip on their shoulder, you know, cause you need to be, you, you need to have a desire to want to be the guy, you know, and, and, you know, OBJ was a guy who, when the Browns traded for him and they had Jarvis Landry on one side, they had o Odell on the other side. Right. Um, I think they had in Joku back then. Right. It was like, that, that's going to be a dangerous offense right there. You know, I mean, it didn't turn out the way they they hoped it did, and they had some pretty good seasons, ironically enough, under Todd Munkin, right? So, you know, and that could that could be, have a little bit to do with it too. You know, the familiarity with with Todd Munkin, uh, and the fact that you know Odell has played under him, and he knows that Todd can you know possibly scheme him open and stuff like that, and and of course we know that you know the ability to play 
with Lamar in this offense and how dangerous this offense could be with those two guys on the field at the same time. I mean, if the Ravens can finally get healthy, like finally get healthy after it was felt like probably like three years now, I think having Lamar finally get to be back there with J.K. Dobbins, right, getting the chance to see Mark Andrews, Isaiah Likely, Rashad Bateman, Odell, all in the field at the same time. You know, that that has potential to be really good. And also, you know, I, I think they're going to add a receiver in the draft. Uh, it might not be the first-round receiver. It might not necessarily even be the third-round receiver. Uh, but I think they will. I'm not sure where Tank Dale will go, but I know uh, I've heard good things about him. So it's one of those things where I think I think they can find it, right? I, th- I think they can figure it out. They can find their groove. Uh, and, and I think this offense could be really good, but I think, you know, of course it starts with, with, with signing Lamar, but I think this is, this is a big signing. Like this is, this is one of the first guys you brought on as that, you know, that's kind of been, especially in a while, it's been a thousand yard guy, you know, in, 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 in the past or, or at least had, you know, cause even still, like, even when you look at his last year, but between the Browns and the, um, and the Rams, like. The numbers, I don't think, tell the whole story about Odell for, for that for that last season with only 537 uh, as his yards total and stuff like that. But he was a yak machine, um, and it felt like everything everything that he touched was impactful, right? Every ball that he touched was an impactful catch. It was an impactful – he had impactful yards and stuff like that. And Bateman is another guy who is a really impactful player. He touches the ball, and, and you feel like he's going to get a first down every time. Um, so – I think that I think that'll be a good thing. I'm excited to see what they do with the the rest of the wide receiver room because you know I think there's some potential there, but I think you know some of these guys just need coaching up. You know some of these guys need need a offensive coordinator that can scheme them open and, and give them some easy opportunities. So we'll see what happens there. But I think Odell as a Raven that's huge. You know I was I was excited. I, I was I was so excited. I think Odell as a Raven gives this offense something that this offense has not had. Right. A guy who's been there, a guy who's done that and a guy who can who can get yards after the catch, a guy who's you know, who can be a be a red zone threat. Like he's going to be a threat on the field. Um, Odell Beckham is, is is a is a threat in, every, you know, every sense of the word when it comes to, to the wide receiver position, you can line him up in multiple positions. Um, you know, he can, he can get open, but he can also make kind of the contested catch, too. So I, I think Odell Odell's going to be a, a, a should be a big part of this offense. I, I know the first thing is going to be. How healthy is he, right? But luckily, you know, this is one of those things I heard a lot of people say, you know, he's got injury issues and stuff like that, but he's been sitting out for like like the whole year last year. You know, like he had the whole offseason uh, going into last year. He sat out the whole year last year. He's going to have the whole offseason this year. He should be about as good as he can be, about as healthy as he can be uh, in order to become, you know, kind of be hopefully the Odell that we that we hope, hope to see. Um, you know, he, he's been, he, you know, he's all, he's always seemed like a guy who trains hard and, uh, you know, keeps himself in great shape. So I, I, I mean, I, I think, I think this could be, this could be a good signing, uh, you know, and, and it's good to have a guy who's got a little Super Bowl experience too, a little playoff experience, uh, to, you know, so when you need th- those big catches in, in the postseason in January, you can get them, uh, as opposed to all the drop balls that we've seen o- over the past four or five years from the Ravens in the playoffs, right? Those costly mistakes and stuff like that. You're going to have a guy who uh, can can not only coach some guys up on the field, but also he can make the play too. You know, he's not too – he's not so past his prime that he can't make a play either. You know, so, I mean, this is – 
This is, this is a big sign. I, I almost think, you know, it kind of like it's, it's an Anquan Bolden type signing. You know, it, it could be one of those signings that's like it's the perfect storm right at the perfect time. You know, you're ready to win. You're ready to do exactly what you need to do uh, to to get this offense back cranking up. Because the crazy part about this offense is this offense has looked good. Uh, both I think both rushing and passing. Like, I think I think there's been some times where the passing game. And the receiving game ain't really been there in terms of like volume and stuff like that. But like we've seen this team lead the league in, in rushing and passing the last couple of years, uh, with you know, not as good a talent as you might see elsewhere in the league. So to add Odell to that, to bring in Rashad Bateman, bring him back, I think I think I wanna see, honestly, because like that's what I've seen with 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 Todd Munkin in the past, is he's really good at using what he's got, right? And the Ravens have already said, you know what, we're going we gonna, to we gonna give you more. You know, we're going to give you more and we're going to give you more. Because he worked with George Pickens. Um, you know, he had the uh, – I can't remember the tight end he had at Georgia last year. But that was his best receiver. So he made sure to, to find ways to give him the ball. And, you know, Odell has had some good seasons under him. So and, – and, of course, Baker had a good, had a good season under him when, when, when uh, Todd was in, in Cleveland. So it's just one of those things where it's like, man, like this could be big. You know, this this could be huge. Um, you know, and it's one of those signings too, because a lot of people are worried about the money and all that. Like the Ravens need to spend money on this type of thing. You know, they just do, man. Like I mean, like the Ravens don't spend money on receivers. The Ravens don't spend money on offensive talent. So it's about time that the Ravens come out here and spend a little bit of money on offense. I'm not gonna sit there like like people want to say like, oh, 18 million for a guy who who hasn't played into, you know, in, in a year and a, in, in a half or whatever, right? A guy who who's had injury issues in the past. Like, have y'all seen the Ravens wide receiving cores the last couple of years? You know what I'm saying? Like, have y'all seen, like, how productive they have been or, or how not productive they have been? Like, have y'all seen the Ravens' approach to wide receivers in the past? Like, to me, right, to me, I think the Ravens got to go, you know, got to go all in. I think the Ravens should be pouring some money into the offense this time, right? It's time to, to pour a little bit of money into the offense now as opposed to the defense. And we'll see, like, you know, with the draft, that's the thing about the draft. I know EDC wants some more picks, so we'll see how he goes about getting those. But I think at the same time, like, even with five picks, you got, you know, you can get some, you can get five solid picks. Uh, you, you know, you can get three or four solid picks out of that, and we'll see what happens, right? Well, that's the thing. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I think I think OBJ is going to be a huge signing for the for the Ravens right now. Um, I think he adds that kind of extra wrinkle you need uh, for this offense. But definitely excited to see how this goes. I'm, I just we like like we like we said before. We need that one more notification. You know, we need that one more notification. Lamar Jackson signed to you know signed to a long term deal, right? We need that Lamar Jackson is signed to a long term deal notification, right? Because that that's gonna be the one that when you pair with Odell Beckham, when you pair with whoever they draft in the draft, right? When you pair with the, even the additions that were made last year with Isaiah Likely, you know, and, and adding in maybe a, Ch- a Charlie Kolar, maybe, who knows, right? But Mark Andrews, you add that, and you know, you had to, you put those guys together, that could be, it could be a dangerous combination, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. But as, <clears throat> excuse me, as always, definitely hope you guys enjoyed the show. We're going to see you guys on the next one. Um, definitely got uh, some some stuff coming up for you guys, but we'll see you guys on the next one. You can always watch or listen to Flock Nation Speaks on all your favorite podcasting platforms uh, and also Facebook and YouTube if you're more of the watching variety. But um, as always, definitely hope you guys enjoyed the show and we'll be back.
very, very soon for another edition of Flop Nation Speaks. Until next time.